you can determine your destiny by your words. Today on The Believer's Voice of Victory, Kenneth Copeland brings insight into how speaking God's words will dominate and change your world. Now, here's Kenneth. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is The Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Now, remember, download the free Christmas gifts. Hey, Every day from December the 1st through December the 25th, we're going to sow it into your life. You're going to see some our most popular books and audio teachings and, and so forth. It's good stuff. You're going to be glad you did. Just go to kcm.org slash 25 days. Start receiving it today. And hey, don't forget the notes. Put the notes in there too. You're going to need those. Father, we thank you today for your word. And it's so good. Oh, we've just, we enjoy your presence and we worship you today in Jesus' name. We open our hearts, we open our minds. We are yours to command, Lord Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We have been talking for two weeks about words. The most important thing in this planet are words. The Word of God, therefore, is the most precious thing in this planet. We live in a Word-created, Word-upheld, He's upholding all things by the Word of His power, Word-dominated environment. We can't change that. God won't change that. The devil would give anything if he could, but he can't. <laughs> He's stuck with it. He can't do anything to you without you say it. And we have the God-given, blood-protected right and privilege to choose the words under which we live, to choose the words that dominate our lives and thereby choosing and establishing our own track in life. There are two paths, only two. One is to a palace. The other is to a jail. You choose. God's already made His choice. He said, I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, you choose life that you and your seed may live. See, He's already made His choice. He's chosen you. <laughs> he said, hey, come on, baby. I, I, you know, choose me. Choose life. Jesus said, my words are spirit. Glory to God. Now, let, let's review by reading Mark eleven twenty three 23 again, right? Amen. Praise God. Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God or have the faith of God. Listen now, listen. For verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, 
shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith, those things are words, believe that those words which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, the law of words. Let's go back to Matthew chapter 12 now. And let's remember what Jesus said here. And this will prove that that word that he just gave is absolutely spiritual law, whether you're saying words from God or whether you're saying words from fear, whether you're saying words from hell, blessing, or cursing. You choose. Because Jesus said, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart, of the spirit, bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. Now, how is that, Jesus? Well, back up one verse. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And then he said, every idle word, every faithless word that men shall speak, they'll give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by your words you shall be justified, and by your words shall you be condemned. It's words. It's words. It's words. We found out from the book of James yesterday the tongue can be tamed, but it can only be tamed. It can't be tamed with natural man. The natural tongue just, just, just blabs off on its own, but everything you have today is what you said yesterday. <clears throat> uh, a lot of things, a lot of this, a lot of this that people think is the devil. Look what the devil is doing to me. And actually... Um, he's supporting it, yeah. But, hey, that's what you've been saying. That's what you've been saying for years. And it's come to pass in your life. And you're getting in every prayer line you can get in. And they wear, like Brother Hagin used to say, you, you can lay hands on you to wear all the hair off your head. It's not going to do any good because you turn around and say it's something else. Oh, my. Well, what do I do, Brother Cole? Repent. Say something different. Hallelujah. Just go over there to 1 John 1 9, and he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins when we confess them. And that don't mean you got to, no, no, no. Just go before him one time. Read that verse and go before him. And say, Lord Jesus, I see it right here. And Lord, I repent. And here's what I did. And don't, don't, don't make it easy on yourself. Here's what I did. I said it, and I did it, and I repent of it. It's wrong. I'm wrong. I, 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 but in the name of Jesus, Lord Jesus, it says here, you're faithful and just to forgive me of my sins when I confess them, and not only that, but to, but to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Now, when you get up off your knees, when you get up from receiving communion, then don't, don't, don't say, okay, well, no, 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 no. Don't start saying anything else except he's faithful and he's just. I don't care how you feel. 
I don't care how sorry a thing you did. Don't allow condemnation to get into your life not one second anymore. You flip right over there to the book of Romans chapter 8. Therefore, there is now. When? Right now. How come? Because I just repented. I meant every word of it, and I confessed it before Jesus, my Savior, my Lord, and He's faithful, and He's just, to, He's forgiven me. I sure don't feel it. Don't start that. Your feelings ain't even involved here. Shut your feelings down with the Word. Put the Word in your mouth. Don't let your mouth, I mean, if you're saying it through tears, you just, you just keep, just keep in there. I am forgiven and I am cleansed from that unrighteousness. I believe, I receive my forgiveness and my cleansing, and I say it according to Mark 11, 23 and 24. Thank God I'm forgiven and I'm cleansed in Jesus' name. Amen. That's why you receive forgiveness by faith, not by feeling. You don't walk by feelings. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. We have to put the faith words in your mouth until they change the way you feel. All right. Now then, uh, you know, what Jesus just said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, whether you're speaking by faith or speaking by fear. Mark 11, 23 is still true. It is true on the God side. It's true on the devil side. Here again, out of the mouth of two witnesses, let every word be established. You, I am the deciding witness in my life. You are the deciding witness in your life. God has established it so that only you can determine your destiny. Amen. It has nothing to do with your background. It has nothing to do with your, your ethnic background. I don't care what color you are. Amen. It has to everything to do with what you believe in your heart and say with your mouth. We talked about this already this week. Two men, Joshua and Caleb, two men turned the destiny of two million. Now listen to it. Two million people's foul confession couldn't change the destiny of two faith men. I'm going to say something to you right now. Can I go ahead and say that, sir? Yes. Moses' words kept him from crossing the Jordan. but it didn't stop Joshua and Caleb. Oh, Lord. The words that they chose to speak changed it. Kept it, ordered it, 
And that's the way it is in your own life. Meditate on it, talk about it, think about it. Praise God. Now then, let's review. Psalm 1914, make my words acceptable. Psalm 91, 2, I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge, my fortress, and my God. That's the entrance into the secret place of the Most High God. I will say of the Lord, he's my, he's, he's my fortress, <laughs> he's my God. In him will I trust, surely he will deliver me. Glory to God. Psalm 103, 5, he fills my mouth with good things, good words. My youth is renewed like the eagles. Then the 20th verse, his angels hearken to the voice of the word. Well, it's not when God speaks it, it's when, we, when you speak it, it's when I speak it, that our ministering spirits, are they not your angels? To which the angels said he at any time sit on my right hand and make your enemy his footstool. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for they that are the heirs of salvation? They're, they're listening to what you say. Are you keeping your angels bound by some, some silly something, by some stupid something that you keep saying all the time? They just, just slang stuff. You just keep saying and bind them up where they can't move. I don't know why it is. I just get the flu every season. Seems like I just can't stop it. I just can't stop it. And, and your one angel to your, yours is standing there listening to you say that. And the other one says, you know, I don't understand him. I don't know why he wants the flu every year to you. No. I wish he'd quit that because I, I, you know, but my hands are bound. Think about it. Now then, put away from you a forward mouth, Proverbs 4, 24. Proverbs 6, 2, snared with the words of your mouth. Proverbs 12, 18, the tongue of the wise is held. Proverbs 13, 2, a man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth. Proverbs 15, 4, the wholesome tongue is a tree of life. Proverbs 18, 7, a fool's mouth is his destruction. Proverbs 20, verse 20, Proverbs 18, verse 20, increase comes by the, by the fruit of the lips. And 20, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Micah 5, 2, words dominate time. Micah said, there is a baby going to be born in Bethlehem. 715 years later, Jesus was born right on that spot, right at exactly the same time. And it controlled, it controlled Caesar's ideas. It controlled armies and nations where the, everybody, the, the succession of time had to be established through all of that time. But those faith-filled words dominated it. Hallelujah. Malachi 3.13, your words are stout against me. 2 Corinthians 4.13, we have believed and we have spoken. Hebrews 3.1, Jesus is the apostle and the high priest of our confession. Hebrews 4.14, and seeing then that we have a great high priest passed into the heavens, let us hold fast to our profession or our confession. Same word. Amen. Well, what did Joel 3.10 say? Let the weak say, I'm strong. But going around saying, I'm just so weak. I'm just so weak. Well, that's one of the reasons you're so weak. I can tell you another reason why you're weak. Amen. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And if you're born again, the joy is in there. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering or patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. 
Oh, hey, that's God. He's in there. What are you saying? I don't know. I just don't have any joy. Yeah, you do. But it, it only responds to faith. Okay. I have the joy of the Lord. All right. Now begin to feed on the scriptures. And just like, like the 126, 100, uh, Psalm, you fill my mouth with laughter, my feet with dancing. Ha, 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 ha. Well, I don't know. Hey, just start. Ha, ha, ha. I have joy. I have joy. There's more to joy than just jumping around and laughing. Now, that's a product of it. But joy is your strength. You're low on joy. So start talking joy. Start speaking joy. Start looking in the mirror and just smile whether you like it. You have to slap your jaws and make yourself smile. Smile anyway. Yeah, I mean it. I've had to do this at times. Now I'm just worn down to the, to the point where my, my physical body is hurting and you just, yes, just fix it on there. Hallelujah. God sits in the heaven and laughs at the devil, and I've been raised up to sit with him in heavenly places, and if I sit with him, I'm going to with him. And just laugh until it breaks through, and you start laughing at your own silly self. The joy of the Lord will come in. Even in times of deep grief, the scripture says to sorrow not like those who have no hope. We're not a people without hope. I take that as a command. God understands the hurt of my feelings, but don't yield to that spirit of grief. That's, he bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. What can I do then? Just break on through it by praising. I know where my baby is. God didn't take my baby. He's never taken anybody. He's not a killer. Ah, oh, Jesus. Yes, I refuse grief. I refuse you, Satan. I, re I will. Now, hey, there's nothing there. You miss them. I know. I've been there. And it hurts. But I'm going to tell you, if you insist on walking in love and walking in the joy of the Lord, because that's your strength, if you insist on it and you take that stand on it in the name of Jesus, joy will break through that. And it is stunning. And it's not a laughing joy. It's a worshiping joy. I'm talking to somebody right now. Oh, sweetheart, God loves you and we love you. Don't let that steal from you. Don't let the, the spirit of death, which is the spirit of grief, don't, don't let that demon come in there and steal your joy. You get over there. Hey, you get over there. You get over there and you get, get into the Word. Thank God. You just get into the Word. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, blessed be God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Sorrow not. This is in, uh, this, this is in uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep or that have, uh, have passed away 
that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe Jesus died and rose again, even so them which sleep in Jesus, will, God will bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive shall remain unto the coming of the Lord and shall not prevent them uh, which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and the voice of the archangel with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And they which with alive remain be caught up together with them in the clouds and meet them in the Lord and so shall we be with the Lord. Therefore comfort one another with his words. Amen. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, 1 Peter 3.10. Oh, you got to get this. You got to get this. Thank you, God. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 10. And I can see by the way Tim's waving that card around. It's just the only one I got left time for. But you got to get this. For he that will love life, and see good days. Let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Wow. Ain't that good? I'll be back in a minute. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.